Kids Life. I'm Lisa Boldo and I'm super excited to be here with you tonight. I am coming to you this evening from Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. We have um, just a little place at the Jersey Shore and it's just a, a pleasure to be here and to bring this powerful message for you tonight. So I want to thank you for being here with me and I want to open in prayer before we get started. So Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for this um, for being able to bring this broadcast tonight and your message, Lord, which is so powerful that I believe is going to touch the multitudes. And Lord, I pray tonight that as your word goes forth, Lord, that it will be all of you, none of me, and that as I open my mouth, Lord, that you would just fill it. Lord, I thank you right now for the message that you've deposited in my heart, and I pray that those who see it, and those who hear it, and those who watch the replay will receive it with gladness, and it will not be taken away from them, Lord. And we give you thanks and praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. So again, welcome, welcome to The Victorious Life, and we're going to dive right in. So tonight's message came as a result of when I was driving two days ago and I was listening to the word of promise. It's the Bible on audio and um, it's the new King James version, but it's called word, the word of promise. So it's an app, you know, uh, or rather an audio book that you can download. And you know, the Lord had told me um, recently that he wanted me to get into the book of Mark. So I went right to the book of Mark and I started listening on audio. And I'm telling you, it's like, I've read, you know, the Gospels many, many times, but something happened to me. Something happened as I was listening, and it was like, God just, boom, this is the message for Thursday night. I want you to bring this to my people, and it was so powerful. It is so powerful, and I believe it's going to bless your socks off. So with that, um, you know, I want to dive right in. You know, a lot of people wonder where they are in their walk with God. Maybe you're one of those people who, you know, maybe you're like, well, you know, I'm doing pretty good. And maybe you're, and maybe you're like, no, God seems so far away from me. You know, I can't seem to get above my circumstances or, you know, maybe you just feel like he's far away. There was a time I can remember, there was a time that I felt like God was such a far away God. I remember a time when I thought, why would God even listen to me or hear my prayers or just even anything? There's so many, you know, people in this world that are so much better than me because, you know, at the time I was just kind of doing my own thing and kind of one foot in, one foot out, you know, one foot in the church, the other, I, and the other foot I was dancing with the devil, literally. It was not really a good time in my life. However, God loved me through the whole thing, and he still does, and he loves you too. So this is, you know, the number one thing. You've got to realize that God loves you no matter what. So I know that I had a performance-based mindset, like, you know, I've got to do good to get God's approval. And God looks at the heart, and anyway, I don't want to get off topic here, but here's the deal. If you are born again, okay? And if you don't know what that means, please, 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 I encourage you, go on my Facebook page, click on videos, and scroll down on March 23rd, I did a 12-minute video on what it means exactly to be born again. And it's so powerful, and it's why you wanna be born again, you know? And what exactly what Jesus did and what he paid the price for you to have. So if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to do that. but 
when you got born again, if, and hopefully you are, and if you're not, we're going to take care of that at the end of this broadcast. Hopefully that's what you want, you know, and I'm going to help you do that. So I see hearts flying. You guys rock. So thank you so much for that. Thanks for being here with me tonight. So if you're a believer in Jesus, here's the deal. You were sealed with the spirit of promise, the Holy Spirit, as soon as you asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life and you meant it with your whole heart. I'm telling you, and that's what it says. You know, let me get to this. Um, okay, let me go to this. This was so good. Okay, uh, let me just see where this is. I'm sorry, I have it here. Here it is, Ephesians 1 and 13. This is so good. This is the New King James Version, but it says, In him, Jesus, you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, right? So someone told you the good news about what Jesus did for you, and you believed, right? And it says, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, right? The good news that you could be saved, that's the gospel of your salvation, in whom having believed, meaning you believed in Jesus, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Isn't that awesome? You were sealed. That means it can't be taken away from you. Okay? So even if you're not walking perfectly with the Lord, but your heart, you've asked him to come in. You believe that he died for you, paid the, you know, paid for your sins, and that God the Father raised him again on the third day. Honey, you are going to heaven. God forbid something happens to you tomorrow. You're going. You're going to heaven. Jesus said, those who call on my name, in no way will they be cast out. Okay? And they mean it. And God knows if you mean it because he looks at the heart. He knows. He knows those who are repentant and those who are not. And it doesn't mean that, listen, you come to him the way you are with your mess, right? And I'm telling you, well, there's more. I don't want to get ahead of myself tonight, but this is really powerful. So stay with me. So that's the first thing. You were sealed with the spirit of promise. You know, a question came in to me this week asking, once you're born again, can you lose your salvation? And the, the answer is, if you really meant it when you asked the Lord, no, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. No. And Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. No. Okay. And, and I have to just, you know, unless, no, you can't. You were sealed. That's the word of God. You were sealed. That's the truth of the word. Okay, not opinions of men. Well, if you backslide and this and that, Jesus took care of the sin problem. However, when you sin, you give access to the devil. Okay, let me keep going. So this brings me to tonight. And, you know, there might be things happening in your life where you just feel like you don't have any control over them, right? Maybe there's circumstances, there's just things happening and you feel like it's just out of your control. Maybe it's a sickness. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. But the truth is, Jesus gave you authority over all the power of the devil, the enemy. Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I have given you. And the thing is, is if you don't know it, oh my goodness, okay, I get excited. Ah, if you don't know what Christ died for you to have, you don't know your identity in him, right? That's your real identity. It's not who people say you are. It's who Christ says you are. So your identity in him, you don't know that and you don't know the authority that he's given you if you don't read the word of God, the Holy Bible. You won't know, but it's all there. Boy, I really wish that from like youth, this is what they would be teaching us in schools, but okay. So it all boils down to this and I talk about agreement a lot because of the power of agreement, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into this. The bottom line is this, 
whoever and whatever you are in agreement with, whatever words are spoken and you're in agreement with them, you're either in agreement with God or you're in agreement with Satan, okay? You've got to really be careful with what you agree with in this life because whatever you agree with for real, that's what's going to be in your heart and that's what's going to come out of your mouth with words and we know you, you know, your words, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18, 21, your words give life to things and they give death to things. They lift up and they tear down. They build up, right? They encourage, but they can also tear down and kill. No good, right? So you want to really watch what you're coming into agreement with. So in Mark chapter four, okay, this is tonight's message. Oh, this is so powerful. And like I said, I was driving and I was listening to the, you know, the book of Mark. And in chapter four, I'm telling you something happened to me. Um, this message just, it was like, it just boom. Like it was just dropped on me. Like the Lord was saying, this is what I want you to bring to the people Thursday night. I said, yes, sir. You got it, Lord. So in Mark chapter four, stay with me. This is so powerful. It's life changing. Jesus talks about the parable of the farmer scattering seed. Okay, this is so powerful. Now again, I've read this many times, you know, just in reading the Bible, but I felt like, and I felt, you know, like I understood it for the most part, you know, or you've heard preach, preachers talking about the different, you know, parables and things. But again, something different happened this time as I listened to the audio. So you're gonna be able to see tonight exactly where you are in your walk with the Lord and where it is that you need to mature. I'm telling you, this is powerful. So let me just say this first. God is not mad at you. He's not mad at you. He's always teaching. The Holy Spirit is always teaching. There were times, you know, let me just say this. As a believer in Christ, you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ, a joint heir. He's your brother. He's your Lord, your savior, you know, and God is your father. Okay, and Romans 8, 16, verse 17, verse, I'm sorry, Romans 8, and verses 16 and 17, it says this. So you can look that up. Romans 8, 16 17, okay? 16, 17. God wants you to have the best. He wants you to have the best, and it's the devil, right? It's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So I'm just kind of prefacing this. John 10, 10, right? The thief only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And if you don't know your authority, he's using your authority against you to deceive you to, to, so that you just think that you're stuck and powerless. Oh, the lies of the enemy. But Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Okay, so back to Mark chapter four. So powerful. So Jesus gave the parable of the farmer scattering seed. Now, I really want you to get this because it did something for me, and I believe it will for you too. So... Okay, God wants you to be mature in his word, not just for you, but so that you can go out and help others to, to come into their destiny. Okay, right? Every time God blesses you, yes, it's for you, but it's also so you can be a blessing to others. So we've got to be mature in his word. We have to be. You've got to make a decision that you're going to get mature in the word of God. So, you're a bright light for Jesus. That's what the Lord wants. That's honoring to him. It's pleasing to him. You are a bright light for him. And I know this. Guess why? Because you're here tonight. You're here tonight. Okay. So Jesus gave the parable and even the disciples 
They weren't sure what it meant, right? And Jesus explained it plainly to them. And this is what he said. So in Mark chapter four, verse 13, he was talking to the disciples and he said this, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how are you gonna understand all the other parables? Now, let me just say this because I never even realized this before. Now, you might look at me and say, what, even I knew that. Well, guess what? I'm here to admit, I didn't even get that until two days ago, what I'm about to tell you. Every time Jesus spoke publicly, he spoke in parables. Check it out. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. You've got to understand this. When you read the gospels and Jesus spoke publicly to the outsiders every time he was in the boat teaching, right? He always spoke in parables. Parables. So you got to see what that means. And then when he would get with the disciples, he would explain plainly to them what it meant. So this is what he said. It says in Mark 4:34, it says, in fact, in his public ministry, he never taught without using parables. Oh my gosh. And I, I mean, I heard this and I was like, oh my gosh, I never really picked up on that before. It says, but afterward, when he was alone with the disciples, he explained everything to them. So Jesus began to explain the parable. <laughs> I love it. And it's for you and me today, again, so we can see where we are. So in Mark 4, 14 through 20, I'm going to break this down for you and it's going to be awesome. The sower, which is you and me, right? The sower, it's the person, you know, preaching the word, sows the word, which is seed. Okay, the sower sows the word. So that's you or me speaking truth, the truth of God's word. We are sowing seed. We are sowing, we are speaking the word to people. And these are the ones by the wayside, okay? These are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear it, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that was that they just heard, that was sown in their hearts. Okay? These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness, right? But they have no root in that word. They're not in that word. They have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation, right? Trials, circumstances, life happening, right? When it says they have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time afterward when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word of truth, immediately they stumble. The word, they just cast it aside. All right, let me just go on with the world and, you know, I can't seem to get above this. I can't. Oh my goodness. Okay. So that's stony ground. It says in verse 18, now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, right? Money and fame and the things that the world has, okay? It says, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. So it produces no godly results. That's what unfruitful means. It just, and then verse 20, it says, but these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word accept it and bear fruit. Okay, so you hear the word, you accept it, and you stay in that word, and you're actually, you're staying on it. So you're, you've got root, you've got a ground. So when, when the other stuff comes, boom, you speak the word, and you know how to crush it and overcome it and live victoriously. Mm. So this is how you can see where you're at in the maturing of the word. God wants us to be mature in his word right? 
oh, it's so good to be honest with yourself here. Don't beat yourself up, right? If you're one of the three, right? The wayside, the stony ground, or the thorny ground, right? Don't beat yourself up. It's just kind of a, it's a measuring tool, if you will, right? It'll show you where you're at. Don't beat yourself up. Just ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, you know, to, to, and, and, oh, this is so good. You'll be in, I'm telling you, as you get into this word and you let it penetrate in your heart and take root, you will be in, on good ground in no time, right? You will. Then when the devil's throat, devil throws lies at you, you will speak the word just like Jesus did, which is sharper than any two-edged sword, and you will crush the enemy. Boom! Yes, you will, because that's what you're called to do. <clears throat> Doesn't mean that you'll never have a bad day, but you'll know how to get through it with no problem. I love 1 John 4.17. It says, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. As Jesus, And think about it. Everything that Jesus did on this earth, right? John 14.12. He said, greater things will you do because I go to be with my father, our father, right? Jesus' father is our father. And so he said, greater works will you do because I go to be with my father. So again, ask yourself where you're at. Are you by the wayside where you hear the word, but then it's just easily forgotten? You just go on with the world, right? It's just kind of, you just go on with your life. Like you might sit in church. Okay, good message. You leave church, you forget all about it and you just go on, or you hear the truth. Not every church preaches truth, and I'm not speaking against churches, I'm just being real, you know? I don't need to tell you guys that, but. Or stony ground, right? You receive the word with gladness, with gladness. You're like, oh, this is great. But then as soon as a trial comes, a sickness comes, a situation, you know, someone wants a divorce. I mean, it's just like stuff in the world, right? When tribulation or persecution, people tell you you're a Jesus freak. Heard that one, right? Oh, are you one of those holy rollers, born-agains? Are you one of those born-agains? Yep. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And then I would say, well, do you know what that means? Well, no, not really. Well, okay, well, let me just tell you. And it's so easy. You make it so easy to understand. But anyway. Okay. Stony ground, right? Tribulation or persecution comes and immediately you just give up because there's no root in you. That's what the stony ground is. Thorny ground, the desires of the world come. Again, maybe it's money, you know, maybe it's ungodly relationships, lust, you know, the different, the desires of the world, fame, you know, things that the world, things that look enticing, but it distracts you and takes you away from the word, right? That's thorny ground or good ground. Good ground produces God results in your life. And Jesus said some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold, right? So the bottom line is this. It's so important to be rooted and grounded, right, in God's word. And so the, the next thing I just want to mention is I love it because after that parable, Jesus talks about the parable of the lamp. So in Mark 4 and verse 21, right, Jesus says, would anybody take a lamp and put it under a basket or under a bed? No, it's meant to be put on a lampstand so it can shine bright for everyone to see. What does light do? It dispels the darkness immediately. That is what God you know, has called you and me to be in this world, right? The world is dark, it's getting darker. 
but those who are in Christ are getting brighter and brighter. We're shining brighter and brighter, but we've got to be consistent. You've got to be consistent. And those who persecute you, I promise you, they just don't understand, right? Jesus knew they didn't know what they were doing. That's how he could forgive them. But that's the thing. And then, okay, I got one more thing for you. And then we're, I'm going to help you, those who aren't born again to get born again. So then in verse 30, he talks about the parable of the mustard seed. Here's another one. I promise you, I didn't fully understand it until two days ago. And I was like, Lord, this is so good. It's so good. He says that the mustard seed is the smallest of all the seeds, right? But then as it's basically as it's nurtured, right? You got to understand the parable as it's nurtured. So you got to think the smallest, um, not, not that because the word of God is not small, but you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit of God's word getting in your heart. And then you're like, Hmm, let me get more of that. Let me get more of that. It's likened because Jesus said, what can we liken the kingdom of God to? Cause the kingdom of God is within you, right? like a mustard seed. So it's that word of truth, the word of God, just a little, little word of God gets in you. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, let me keep, keep reading. <gasps> Holy Spirit, help me to you know understand this. And all of a sudden you start understanding and you start reading more and you start listening. And all of a sudden that, that word that was small like a mustard seed starts to take root. It starts to take ground in you. And all of a sudden, it says in the parable, Jesus said that little mustard seed is the smallest, right, of all the plants. But then it grows up and it becomes the largest of all the garden plants. And it has vines and, and branches and the and it said that the birds make its nest in there, you know, to hide under its shade. Oh my gosh. So I, I mean, the Holy Spirit was just like, whoosh. this is so awesome. Listen, oh my gosh. You speak the word of truth to someone. You are that farmer. You are sowing that word, that seed. And if the people receive it, right, or you, you get this word of truth and you start going with it, you know, and you start saying, Holy Spirit, teach me. You get into that word more. You start listening. And remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the next thing you know, that, that seed that's in you, that word that's in you starts to take root. And then it starts to grow up in you and you become strong and you become that overcomer and victorious. And then when there's something going on, you're like, you speak the word of God and bam, man, the enemy doesn't even stand a chance. Ah, so anyway, that is what the message, you know, what I have for you tonight. And I believe it's so powerful because it hit my spirit. Number one, Jesus always spoke in parables to the outside people. You know, there's, um, um, the, when he says, you know, if your hand causes you to sin, like cut it off. If your eye causes it, pluck it out. He was talking in the parables, but that had meaning. You know, it's like, get your eyes right. Get your, you know what I mean? The, the new wine with the old wine skins, all that stuff. The new wine, you know, what I understood that to mean was the Holy Spirit, right? It, it, it's in the new creation. Ah, it's so awesome. Anyway, I just get really excited because God is... He wants us to be mature in his word so we can be victorious, so you can help others to also to be victorious. So if you have never been born again, 
you know, I encourage you to, again, you know, being born again, oh my gosh, I, I don't have time to go into what it means, but I will just tell you this, that it's the good news of the gospel. You know, Jesus, he came and he, he took all the sins of the whole world on him, okay? But unbelief is the problem. The Lord loves all of his creation, but they don't all love him. But if you receive him and you, you know, want him to be the Lord of your life, if you believe that he paid for your sins personally, which he did, right? And you believe that God the Father raised him from the dead and you want him to be your Lord and Savior. Remember, it's never to take anything away from you. It's to give you life and life more abundantly so you can understand what belongs to you. He wants to seal you with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of promise. Not only that, but the second that you are born again, your spirit is now made new. Your past is gone. There is no past. and There is no past anymore. There is no guilt and condemnation to those who are in Christ. And you gotta watch that 12 minute video, please. It's, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. But if you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life and you want to do that tonight, let's do that right now, okay? Because we're, we're almost out of time. But just repeat after me and mean it with your whole heart. And God knows if you mean it because he looks at the heart, okay? So just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And remember, this is for those who are not yet born again. Because once you're born again, you're called a saint. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. I know you are alive right now and that you live forever. Lord, take my life and make it what you want it to be. I surrender to you. Teach me your ways. Teach me, Lord, and let me be a vessel for your glory. Thank you, Jesus, in your holy name I pray. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. That's awesome. So now what you want to do is you've got to get in the Word of God. Start reading. Start learning. I would say start maybe in the Gospel of John. You know, you can read through the Gospels. But then, let me just say this. Start reading through the book of Acts and through the New Testament because that is where you and I live today. So powerful. I personally believe it's great to go through the New Testament because that's where we live, the New Covenant, and then go back to the Old. And you'll see that... Everything in the Bible points to Jesus. It points to Jesus. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this message tonight. And wow, can't believe it. We're just like on time. This is amazing, right? And if this has been a blessing to you tonight, which I trust that it has, I know that these messages are powerful because they're straight from the Holy Spirit to help you. And so please comment. Um, tell me what you took away from this tonight. Share this on your page. Help me. I'm asking you to help me advance the kingdom of God by sharing this with everyone that you can. You can post it to your profile page and let it be a blessing to others, right? They need this too. And so that is what I would say to you. And I just want to say I love you. I bless you. And you know what? I'm going to pray for you real quick. Thank you, Lord. If you've got anything going on in your body right now, sickness, a lump has shown up, a virus, any kind of sickness, okay? I want you to pray this with me right now, and then I'm going to take authority, okay? With your permission. So right now, I want you to repeat this after me and say, Father God, 
in Jesus' mighty name. I repent for coming into agreement with the devil and his lies and any other spirit and every other spirit that opposes Jesus Christ, the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm going to take authority. Father, right now in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you right now for the anointing, Lord, that you have placed on my life. And I speak to the viewer watching right now. I speak to that sickness. I speak to bone disease. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. I, I curse it right now and I command it to be reversed, to be eradicated and burned up and destroyed. I speak a brand new strong immune system to you right now. Blood diseases in Jesus' name. I curse them right now and I command you be made whole. Backs, spines, oh my gosh, ears, deafness. Right now in Jesus' name, I command your ears to open in Jesus' name. Deaf, dumb, mute spirits, I command you to depart right now. I command eyes to open, ears to open. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, I speak to pancreases, diabetes, spirit of diabetes, I command you out, and I speak a brand new pancreas to the viewer watching right now, in Jesus' mighty name. I'm telling you right now, you Check your blood sugar because I'm, there's going to be testimonials of you receiving a brand new pancreas. I have no doubt about it. Lord, I, right now, any lumps, any lumps in the body, right now in the name of Jesus, I curse the seed and the root of any lumps, cancer cells, tumors, cysts in your body, wherever they may be. I curse the seed and the root of them right now and I command them to shrivel up and die to nothingness right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, whoo, right now, in Jesus' mighty name. Spirit of suicide, I curse you. I command you, get out right now. And Lord, right now, I release just your peace, your Holy Spirit, your joy to fill the viewer watching right now to overflowing. I speak peace. I curse the spirit of fear and anxiety and anything that has that is anti-Christ in Jesus' name, and I command it to depart from you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, my friend, as you come into agreement with me right now, you are gonna feel the heaviness just depart, weights lifted in Jesus' name. I command you be made whole right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I want you to comment and I want you to write and tell me what has happened because I'm telling you, I know that things have happened. I know it in Jesus' name. Oh, I love you. I bless you in Jesus. And I thank you for joining me tonight. And oh, join me again next week. And I'm sure I'll be back before that with more videos. But wow, God is amazing. And he loves you. And in Jesus' name, you be made whole. So, you know, thanks for tuning in tonight, and I will talk to you again real soon. Don't forget to comment and share this with anybody that you know that's going through something because that, that prayer, that word, that, that command is for anybody and everybody who has experienced any, any kind of sickness. And do me a favor, do not come into agreement with something different because that is how you put the brakes on it and even reverse it, okay? If you prayed, you know what's great about Facebook Live is you can go back because the replay is here. 
And if you need to, you know, maybe if I went a little quick, you know, and make sure that you watch that video about being born again. I can't stress it enough because it's just so powerful and it's only 12 minutes. So I love you. I bless you. And I'm going to say good night and I will see you again really soon. All right. All right. Take care. God bless you. And remember Ephesians 1, 3, you're already blessed and Jesus is Lord. Okay. Talk to you soon. And he is Lord, but if he's your Lord. All right. God bless you. Have a great night. Bye-bye.